Quiet on the set. Action. Welcome to The Movie Machine, where we create a movie for you really fast based on a random prompt on the internet. I'm joined by four of the Hollywood elite here today. Our writer is Dave Rand McKay and Heather Rand McKay, formerly married, who were the kaiju guts mixer in Pacific Rim. You know, basically just taking the Nickelodeon gacks and throwing in some more bits there. Don't want to give away your secrets. Uh, Jacob Gulliver, our director who is the Stephen King Wrangler on Dark Tower, and Kyle Decker, who is our producer, who is the face painter for Skeletor on Masters of the Universe. And just as an aside... It's my greatest work ever. Spell check changed Skeletor to Skittle. So, that's interesting. Um, Taste the evil, (laughs) he-man! So, your prompt is... The theme of the story is a serious tragedy. The main character is a lazy merchant. The major event of the story, dream. Well, we know that the the dream of all lazy merchants, their highest ideal is to make a lot of money selling things, but things that sell themselves, right? Things that sell themselves. So I think what we're going to do, since robots are so popular these days, we're going to have a story about some robots who are selling themselves, and not in a sex robot type of a way. More in a, in a, they're cute, adorable, and they need to, well, as part of their programming is to sell themselves. And this is all going, all going to be in the future and in space, because I just think that's so cool. Heather, do you have some things to add? It's just really funny to me that you always take the opportunity to go first when we're asked a question as a team. <sighs> Not this again. Well, do you uh, have any ideas of what could save this story, unlike our marriage? I would like your name taken off of it, frankly. I hate the lazy robot uh, merchant thing. I hate your entire idea about a dream. I hate the futuristic thing. I think we need to go in the opposite direction. I want ugly pets that are not robots that are in the past. I see. So yet again, just because an idea is the opposite of mine, it is therefore a good idea. I see. Yeah. You know what? Yes. What? Just like everything else, just say yes and just try to live my life. All right. So, so uh, then, so, so what's the plot? Is it, it, are the pets still selling themselves, or is this a new direction? Oh, I don't know. It doesn't make sense all of a sudden, does it? Uh, Heather, what do you uh, think? We should just do what you want. Let's just do what you want again. We're going to go with his idea. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, then let me continue, if I may. There's needs to be a tragedy and the tragedy is going to be, of course, that the robots, they end up just selling themselves to each other uh, because they are, when it comes down to it, they're fundamentally unlovable. And that's the tragedy that their husband or merchant figures out. If you would like to speak to me, through my lawyer is the way to go. Not, not in a writer's group meeting. His idea is fine. We're going to go with that one. Okay. Uh, do you have a title? Well, sorry, I'm waiting to be interrupted. Yes, we do have a title. It is Sell My Soul. Yeah. Actually, it's called Buy My Body. Mm, Okay. Purchase, like opposite. 
I want the opposite. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. So this is our last contractually obligated uh, thing to work on together. Oh, correct? I'm aware. Okay. So this, so Jacob, the script comes to you. It is constantly switches fonts and uh, who handwriting from uh, there are very disparaging remarks written in the script that you don't believe are actually part of the movie. But um, uh, you receive it, and what are you going to do for Purchase My Body About Robots? Yeah, so first thing I'm going to do is switch to a digital scripting format so that I can just turn off comments for the script, because it seems like those are just out of control. So Purchase My Body has some kind of unpleasant implications in there, but uh, to make things fair between you two, I'm going to go ahead and uh, not use either title. I'm going to call this film Disconnected. Uh, this is a story about a robotics company that goes for a, a kind of wild gambit. They create robots that have this kind of intelligence. It's going to be fun. It's not going to be like a creepy, weird robot thing. It's going to be kind of fun. I'm thinking total CG for the whole thing. They, they create these robots, and they give them an, an amount of intelligence and let their kind of skills and their abilities develop on their own. And then they're able to sort of find their purposes in this life. And it's this kind of risky idea that are kind of establishing, you know, like a, a tech billionaire who's kind of eccentric kind of a character. And that can be male, female, whatever. We'll call them Irons. We'll call it Irons Company or whatever it is. And that can be whoever. I'm not entirely locked into casting for that yet, but I want sort of a melange of different robots who are kind of developing their skills and uh, have been disconnected from the company and are now trying to make their way in the world and find a, a purpose out uh, in society somewhere. And, you know, given that this this setting we've established is kind of a, an interesting... I'm going to go with a, a blend. We're going to go like kind of sci-fi western, get a little bit of both elements in there. Uh, it's sort of frontier, but it's in space. So we can have elements of, of both of those in there and get some really interesting... You know, contrast between high technology and you know the necessities for survival. So I think that'll be really cool. Have these these characters explore and really go in depth with that. So yeah, I suppose I should probably work on getting some people attached to this. Adam Driver is really big. I think I want to get him as one of these robots. Maybe he can be kind of like the sort of depressed one who's. His existence has kind of given him some some ennui, so he's he's a little bit lost and he's looking for for hope and he's just not really finding it. So it's it's going to be kind of a, a battle for for that character, but in a fun way. And then I'm going to do Margot Robbie for one of the other other robots, and hers is going to be real bubbly and fun, excitable, um, and kind of you know the the joy and exploration and love of life is still there and then I want kind of like a, a sneakier character somebody who's doing a little bit more like skullduggery and is like um, getting into more exploitative uh, acts and I want that character to be played by Sandra Bullock I think she'd be amazing in that so that's what I got I think it'll work out pretty good all right so Kyle you receive a little Lego robot that you would make from a high school student. Uh, delivers you all the stills, everything that's going on. So, what are you going to do to make this make money? Yeah, um, I, there's so much like negativity around the script. It's really like messing up my chakras. Uh, I'm not sure what's going on in this production, but I, I think we need to like let some more like positive energy into this so we all can have a good movie. I was talking to my Yogi the other day at the Whole Foods and. Just, you know, like, I can't let negativity in or, you know, I can't have another incident like, well, you all know. I can't, I gotta stay centered and focused and not let any of the negativity in. I like Adam Driver. He's good. He's hot. We can sell him. 
He's weird looking. He does physical comedy good. Margot Robbie, whatever. She looks like every other blonde actor. Well, it'd be a and, it's a robot. Yeah. I, I, I know who we're gonna, is going to play our billionaire. Uh, I think it's going to be Michael Pena. Is going to play our, our billionaire tech genius because, you know, he, he does fun and he's high energy. Like, he has really good energy. I sometimes will just invite him over for sushi just to hear him talk. And it makes me feel very centered and good. <sighs> I can't let the negativity get into me and everything. So I like where you're going. You're obviously going to need some some budget for the robots and everything. Margot Robbie and Adam Driver are big sellers. We do, we do need one other actor in here to really, like, put Sandra butts Bullock. in seats. Oh, yeah, Sandra Bullock. She's great, yeah. Freaking house moms eat up Sandra Bullock. I don't know why, but it's, it's good. She's got comedic chops as well. So, yeah, those are some good robots. I dig it. Like, just we're going we're, we're gonna to bring, we're going to have mandatory meditation and yoga on set for the first hour every day on set just to keep everyone calm. Home. We're going to do trust building exercises with everyone, a bunch of trust falls and everything like that. It's just going to be, this is going to be the most positive energy set. I've had healing crystals like put in places all over the set just to help out as well. This is going to be a safe place and everything. And, and we're going to have fun. We're going to have a $100 million budget so we can make sure we can afford all the best holistic teamwork building things and also robots. So yeah, it'll be great. Guys, I can feel the positivity now. I think everyone's going to get along. It's going to be hugs and kisses and high fives, and, and everyone will be like a high five big, for you, buddy. big family at the end. So, yeah, $100 million. All right. What was this called again? Disconnected. All right. So, coming back, there have been a couple changes to your script. So, the producer is enforcing you guys, everyone on set, to come together and do some trust exercises together and have a positive attitude. So, with all this in mind... Uh, I'm having a sweat lodge built on the set, right. too. We can have fun with that as well. So, with sort of these changes in place, what are you going to do to take uh, forward from here? I actually, I think I would like to write all of the men out of the script. I think I would like to write any male character out of the movie. And I think that'll be the thing that'll really contribute the most to a peaceful onset experience. Well, I mean, um, they're all robots. They don't really have a gender, per se. Mm, I mean, they kind of seem to. Yeah, I mean, uh, do we need to... Excuse me, do but they, I still, but, uh, I, Do they have to finish? do... Just, if they're gendered, though, they're not gendered robots. And so, therefore, of course, these robots should all be male. What about the tech genius? 2018 is about empowerment, independence, finding yourself. My therapist really has suggested that I focus on those things in my life, and this is half my project, so. Well, uh, if you had maybe done some research, you would see that Margot Robbie just played a robot. Margot Robbie the robot was her character, and I think that it would just be too redundant to, to have her or any other woman character. She should play the tech billionaire. You know, I was thinking more Robbie Coltrane in that kind of character. Robbie the Robot Coltrane, as he's often called uh, among us friends. And You're I was thinking friends of... with Robbie Coltrane. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we like this. One fact about Robbie Coltrane. <laughs> uh, his middle name. When is his birthday? It's it's Robbie the color? Robot Literally Coltrane. One thing. I just told you one thing. That his middle name is the Robot. You know, why do you call everything that I say into question like this? Why why is it that everything has to be an accusation? Why can't we just get through this process? Do you see what you're doing to Kyle? He's sweating. He's not I even in his sweat fine. lodge. Kyle, are you fine? I'm, I think just, he's fine. I'm focusing. The crystals are helping. Is that he's fine. You know the what? Crystals are helping. Kyle is my friend and not yours. And always has been and always will we're, be. We're all friends through this here, whole friends. process. Everyone's friends. 
We're all one big happy human friend circle. Please. All right, let's say that we make all these roles women. Then then who's going to go see this movie? A woman? No. Excuse me? It's robots in space. No woman is going to want to see this movie or be in it. That's just history. That's just facts. That's just what we know about how movies work. How dare you? Uh, And I think we should add a bunch of uh, explosions. Okay. That sounds fine, actually. Okay. I feel like that's... I can work with that. That's a, a reasonable thing. So, uh, Jacob, uh, you don't get really any modifications of script, just a long list of demands, some of which every single one of them is contradicted by another one. So the list is about 16 pages long. Are you going to take any of these to heart? Well, you know, I want to I wanna hear you on the, the tech genius aspect. So I think what we're going to do, Michael Pena is great. We'll have him cameo a little bit later. He'll be like a junk merchant that they run into out on their adventure and we'll get we'll get some really juicy lines in there and let him play a bit with that character we're gonna we're gonna have Mindy Kaling be our, our tech genius she'll feel kind of the the similar energy in terms of the the sort of eccentric and fun and able to to portray somebody who could who could jump in and do that thing really well so I I want to I want to answer that a little bit and, and get some some opportunity for some some cool ladies in this film we're gonna give uh, Sandra a bigger role uh, as well, I think we want her her character kind of be our lead between the three kind of robots. I still want to keep it a bit towards the ensemble side, but her arc of you know starting out more in that exploitation and then you know coming into you know more of a nobility, I think would be really interesting. So I think we'll we'll kind of set that arc from beginning to end and let it let it go. I also want to include um, a group of robots in the the movie that will be. Kind of like the the ones that didn't make it, the ones that are were damaged or like you know who had kind of gone nuts. So we'll have some robots that they will interact with that'll be kind of spooky, and so we can get some cool fight scenes in there. We can get some explosions. We can get some some robots fighting each other and using their their newfound skills uh, to go head to head. And I like the idea that they live on um, like a, an abandoned moon or something like that. So we can have some like space action, um, like some zero G stuff. That'd be great. We can get some really cool stuff in there. I'm going to hire some of the the camera folks who did uh, Pitch Black and who did camera work for WALL-E doing like the the CG cameras and, you know, consult with them in terms of getting some of the the stylistic moves and everything in there. And I think, you know, the with with that sort of style and that sort of feel, I think we can tell the story in a really fun, engaging way. Um, and create something that's also visually very appealing. So people watching the trailers will be ready to, to jump in and, and get on board. I'm feeling pretty good about this. I think we got a lot of stuff. And, you know, as, as much, you know, just let me throw it out there. As as much pain as there seems to be in this whole group, uh, if, if wrangling a crinkly old fuck like Stephen King has taught me anything, it's that mm. at the end of the day, everything's still going to be all right. You could just... Gotta buckle down and get on board, guys. It's not not too bad, not too tough. All right, so Kyle, so some of your positivity enforcement on the set haven't one hundred percent gone the way you hoped. However, the movie's almost finished. So what are you gonna do before it I, goes out the door? I've been trying to stay positive and calm this whole time. Do you need another high five? Because that's what that's what my probation officer said was good. But you know, back in the old days, there was a solution for this. Just give it to me. <laughs> Oh yeah! Put on a 
Who's just back in charge here? Explosions? Yeah, we're gonna have all the explosions. Yeah, uh, robots fighting? Can we have a gladiator pit? I want a gladiator pit and I want one of the robots to have razor blades and saw blades for arms, ripping them apart. Can we do that? I want, it to, I want this to be the most violent, robot on robot violent movie ever made. I just want robots rip limb for limb. I want hydraulic fluid splashed upon the camera like a Friday the 13th movie. You know, it would just be great. I just want everyone to be in tears at the end of the movie as all their favorite robots die. Is that understood? And that'll be I mean, good. We've only got a couple weeks before this thing goes out, but I'll try. <clears throat> just, just punch up the violence and it'll be good. That's all I got. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll put in Adam Driver's character getting dismembered in a really unpleasant way in the third act. So it'll be a, a tie-off to that story. We got it. All right. So I'm going to punch in the data for Disconnected, which sounds like like someone with super auto-tuned voice because it's a robot. Like, I am a robot. <laughs> so people are confused a little bit by the tone of this film. For most of the film and how it's marketed kind of as like, you know, sort of a, you know, generic, maybe like, whatever, like kids, DreamWork or, or Pixar kind of film where it's like, you know, it's like, oh, these robots and, you know, learn to believe in yourself and, you know, just kind of like generic, whatever I've seen a hundred times before. And then in the last 30 minutes, just the sudden uptake in extreme violence. You kind of have a uh, watership down situation here, where you have all these parents taking their kids to see this cute robot movie, and then um, them just getting re- well, the parents assuming that the kids are traumatized. I mean, actual kids don't get traumatized by anything anymore, but parents are upset. So you get a little bit of bad press there, and then also the Twitter war that happens between the writers it kind of escalates and keeps keeping the movie in the news. So. The movie, it doesn't really make its money back in theaters. However, it's still the kind of thing where, you know, everyone talks about the movie despite not seeing it. People just keep joking. It's now like, oh, you, you know, this movie has a real disconnected problem where when they're talking about total tone changes and um, partially the marketing, them talking about, you know, comparing it to WALL-E, mostly because until the last two weeks, that was the movie you were making. So all the trailers were that. So people weren't exactly expecting that. But, you know... You made an impact, people know about your movie. That being said, you have time travel magic, two minutes each. You can make any changes you want. Starting with, and I'm just gonna back up a little bit, uh, our writers. I would have never joined OKCupid if I can go back in time. Oh wait, two minutes. Two minutes, if I can go back in time, I would have, I agree with Kyle in upping the, the masculinity of this movie. I think that it should be just from start to finish just a bloodbath of robots and their robot blood just fighting to the death. Well, <clears throat> and what we had set out to write was a serious tragedy. That was um, that was kind of the original intention that we had when we sat down, sort of in the sunset of our of our own serious tragedy. So I actually am okay with the with the violence, and I think I would prefer to write it throughout the movie. You know, and I also think that when it comes to tragedy and and our character development, we want to just introduce characters and just give them enough uh, development for us to care anything about them so that when they die, uh, it's more horrific and painful. Just We just get to like them just enough for them to be terribly slaughtered before our eyes, because this seems to have done wonders for shows like The Walking Dead. I agree. All right. Um, Well, this is some progress. So, Jacob, 
disconnected. Any last second changes? Did I see some sparks flying there, guys, or what? And we're making a movie about robots? How apropos. <laughs> All right, so, you know, this this movie is just... Oh, man, I've had a great time working on this with you guys. So, I'm okay with loving the violence. Uh, you know, when when I said total CG before, what I think our movie machine heard was Disney and Pixar, and that's not what I meant. I'm talking, like, the total CG scenes in, like, Avatar or Pacific Rim or, like, uh, Renaissance or something <clears throat> like that. More, more gritty, intense CG-type stuff. I think, you know, leaning into sort of that action aspect, make it sort of like a, an action tragedy, add a little bit more, you know, existential sort of stuff in there at the beginning. You know, like, who am I? What is my purpose? Well, we'll kind of darken it up and lessen some of that fun. I think we still need a little bit of fun in there. I like to lean a little closer to the PG-13 because kids like robots, and I, I, I'm going to aim to go that direction. What's pretty cool about that is we can still dismember a robot and keep it PG-13 because it, it doesn't spray, you know, actual human blood everywhere. So that that will work for me, and I think that's going to going to be just fine. I still want Adam Driver to be uh, dismembered in the third act because I think his his death scene will be really really epic and I'm, I'm cool with that being a little intense but I want that to you know kind of be a turning point and a a point of learning for the other characters as well. They, they grow and they evolve at that point in the story. Other than that you know I'm pretty happy with this. I think I think this will be pretty interesting and uh should net me uh, a couple buckaroos. All right. So, Kyle, first, thank you for putting your clothes back on. And uh, you have two minutes to make any last-second changes to disconnect it. So, my, my rehab specialist said, first thing I should do is apologize to everyone. I knew I hit rock bottom after I had been accosted on naked on top of that billboard in Burbank. That was a little... That was my low point, even though I was, like, 90 feet high. I'm, I'm sorry, everybody. I, I just... I'm like, sorry, I, I, I drank darkly from the I, helicopter. I can't, I can't handle any kind of negativity, and it just got to me. So, yeah, I'm just going to focus on... All the movie stuff sounds great. Let's let's make sure to give... Let's have some extra scenes with Adam Driver so we really fall in love and really come attached to his character. So when he is dismembered, it becomes like this generation's old yeller moment. Like, I want, you know, I want this to... I want this to be our tax, you know. This, this. I want this moment where, like, when people just bring up the name of Adam Driver's character, like half the population just cries. I want it to be that kind of moment with some good action, and everything. They've done some things. I don't want to mess up. I'm gonna refocus my career to do talking animal movies only because those seem to be more chill, relaxed, and I'm surrounded by puppies all the time. That's good for me. It's nothing ever goes wrong in a movie set with animals, right? So that's where I'm going to go. I'm, I'm kind of sorry I went off the rocker there, guys. Luckily, thanks to this nice house arrest ankle bracelet, it's a lot harder for my Coke dealer to visit me now. So it's all, it's all good now. It's all good now. All right. So I'm going to replug this in. And so intentionally or not, you have created the saddest movie ever created. <laughs> it is actually somehow, so scientifically, the way that you develop the characters just enough to make the audience subconsciously project everything joyous onto them and then murder them. How many murdered the one? Right, exactly. So, yeah, everyone who sees this is just really depressed, really sad. It makes everyone else go because sadness equals good movie. So, yeah, anyone who talks about... You actually kill robots in films for a while just because 
before robot, the whole thing about robots was like, okay, we can have robots and we can kill them, whatever. And, you know, who cares because they're robots. But now you've shown the heart of a robot and you've John Wicked everyone, but with robots. And, yeah, well, there's just no joy in this film's release or in its production. So, what are you talking about? I had a great time. <laughs> so, on that note... Uh, you had to shoot Kyle from a helicopter with a dart. I had an interesting 48 hours. I don't remember much, but I think I was having fun. So, with that note, uh, we're going to end, as always, with a quote from patron saint, Jaden Smith. Once you go in, you always come out alive. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, and good night. <laughs>